I'm your host, Jerrica, and welcome to She Has a Name Too, the show where we discuss the individuality of moms. Motherhood is an honorable and full-time job, but between the dishes and diapers lies a woman with her own hopes and dreams. Here we discuss the woman behind her title, Mother. This week, I'm joined by my wise friend, Rachel. Something I admire about her is that she's always working on herself, striving to be the best she can be. Listen in as Rachel shares her childhood and some great words of wisdom about motherhood. Thank you for coming back and joining me, Rachel. Thanks, Jerrica. I'm excited to be here virtually. Virtually, (laughs) yes. Everything's virtual right now, though. (laughs) Yeah, getting used to it. So last time we talked about... um, kind of how you're preparing for motherhood and your hobbies, who you are. Um, And this time I wanted to start off by asking you, how did your upbringing shape your view on motherhood? Wow. Okay. Yeah, this is a very important question. It's kind of an emotional question for me. To go back to my childhood, I kind of want to talk about my, my mom and how she was and kind of her example to me growing up because it's really influenced my views on motherhood, which I think is, is pretty normal. And we look to our moms, um, good or bad maybe to help form our opinions about motherhood. Um, so my mom worked really hard to get to where she was when she became a mom. So she was a mom and a nurse, um, and many other things. (laughs) She always wanted to be a mom. It was one of her life goals. Uh, so my mom was 41 when she had me and I was her first kid. So she waited for a long time uh, to be a mom. That's the thing. She didn't just wait to be a mom. There were many things that she did throughout her life that I think made her into the mom that she was and the person that she was. Uh, she also served a mission for the church that we belong to. And she went to school. She became a nurse. She dated a lot. She spent time being single. She wrote in her journal all the time. And she developed many talents. She wrote and developed many. She also developed many talents. Writing, drawing, sewing, gardening, uh, learned languages. She did service. And so when she was a mom, she homeschooled us. And she spent time passing down some of those talents um, and dreams to us. She was a nurse and she worked nights sometimes and she worked full time. So she loved helping others. And I think she loved being a nurse and she worked really hard to to get there. When I was, I think, three or four, my mom decided to quit nursing and stay home full time um, to teach us and to take care of us. At this point, it was just me and my brother and maybe my sister was on the way. And then came the time of my life where every day we were out exploring the woods and learning about animals and science. And then we were inside doing math problems and doing housework and yard work. And we spent time outside working on projects, building things. And my mom gave us a section of garden to plant our own gardens as kids. And we would take field trips to Washington, D.C. and learn about history And uh, we had pets, so she taught us how to take care of animals, and we would help out our neighbors. And so my mom was the one that taught me mainly how to read and swim and sew 
and the list goes on. So now with like thinking, thinking about everything that she did and that she put so much into her kids and was a mom full time. Some people might say that she like gave up her dream to be a nurse or, you know, like she could have done more more with her life or it wasn't the right decision or anything like that. But the thing about it was it was her choice and she decided she decided that was how she wanted to be a mom was to be home full time. The way in which she decided to be a parent was her choice. And then only about five short years later, when I was nine, my mom died pretty unexpectedly. People that knew her told me that all she ever wanted in life was to have kids. And she did. And she loved us, me and my little brother and sister so much. And they knew even in the short amount of time that she had with us that it meant everything to her and that we brought her so much joy as her kids, that she was a wonderful mom which I already knew, but probably didn't really understand uh, like what it meant until I was older. But she remembered, but these people that knew her, they said that she would be remembered for who she was and what she left behind. I've learned from this experience that in life, it's important to take risks and work hard and take time to decide who you want to be. And then to shape yourself into who you want to be for your future family, if family is your goal, no matter what your relationship status is. Um, Also to give your goals your all. If being a parent is one of them, then give it your all. I also learned that how you want to be a parent is your decision and not anyone else's. All the things together that make you happy to be a parent is unique to you. Um, And a random plug to keep a journal in life because you never know what may happen. And with my mom passing away, having her journals left over um, is very important. It helps us to kind of see who, who she was and get to know her a little bit more. And uh, so, yeah, those are just a few things I've learned like from that experience. That was so well said. That was so well said. Thank you. Like you're just, you're teaching me. And I think that's the whole point is, you know, we teach each other and we learn from each other. As you've grown up, has your view on motherhood changed at all? Like when you were, is it different now than it was when you were 18? Yeah, it's definitely different. Um, I think a couple of the things that I've learned are that, number one, (laughs) I've learned that when I was a kid, I thought of my parents as like the ultimate human beings, basically. Maybe not even human. Like I thought they knew everything. Yeah, they knew everything and they couldn't make mistakes and they would never ever do anything that wasn't right. You know, things like that. Like I really like put them on a pedestal and it's not fair to them to do that. I know now that they're just humans, like we're all just humans. We're all just equal and we're all making mistakes and it's okay for them to make mistakes too. And yeah, I I think that's one of the biggest things that's changed for me is I've, I've been able to learn that parents are just other people (laughs) and um, they're, they're allowed to, they're allowed to make mistakes like everyone else. And they're allowed to have emotions and feelings and needs and wants and, um, 
they're allowed not to be perfect. And parenthood is just another thing that we can do as human beings. And I'm grateful for those people that, that do it. Um, cause like I said, it's very important work. The other thing that I would say is after my mom died, there were a lot of other women that stepped in to kind of play the role of a mom for me. Um, whether they were leaders in the church or just friends, even, um, like really great women that saw someone that needed help, I guess, and needed some guidance. And my dad got remarried um, a couple times. And so I've gained my first stepmom, Cheryl, she came into my life. And then my dad's current wife is Sue. And they both are one, they're both wonderful women and they've helped shape me into who I am. And they're great examples to me. And so I've also learned that um, family doesn't have to be blood, that you can build family ties with anyone, that it's more about love and commitment than anything else, in my opinion. And so I think that's a really important point because um, you never know what's going to happen in your life. Like your kids might have um, like a mixed family or something. You learning that, Family doesn't have to be blood. I think it's a great lesson. Um, and I'm thankful that I'm thankful for my family. That's kind of mixed, I guess, or sectioned because um, I've learned an important lesson that we can love and create family with anyone. Yeah, I think that is so true. Um, I've had a similar experience with divorce and stepmoms. And I've had two stepmoms as well. And it's just, I've learned so much from both of them. And obviously my mom too, but there really are people like put in your life to kind of make up the difference, I guess, like, because we're not perfect, you know, and I hope that my kids have people in their lives to teach them things that I might totally forget about. You know, because I know that I can't teach her everything. And so, you know, I'm just, I'm really grateful for those people that that came into my life at the right times to teach me things. Yeah, that's a really good way to look at it. Good perspective. And in a way, I'm grateful that I've had different perspectives from different moms, I think, in my life. Um, yeah, they've shaped me into who I am today. And like you said, they can pass down even more information and wisdom and help to whatever you want to, to your kids, to whoever you want to pass that down to. She'll just help, help everyone and bring everyone together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not that I'm going to like get divorced, like, <laughs> like so that my kids can have like step parents, but I mean, like, you know, like family friends or like people at church or, you know, people from work or anyone that they come in contact with that can help them along and learn things that maybe I can't teach them. Yeah, totally agree. Another thing that I've learned is I feel like growing up, I have, I growing up, I kind of had more of a specific picture of what a mom was just because of my personal experience. As I've gotten older, I've realized that there isn't 
there isn't one way to be a mom and there isn't a right way. I think, I think that there's different ways and there's different methods and that, like I said before, it's your choice how you want to raise your kids. Um, and that's something that I've learned that it doesn't have to fit into a box. Uh, motherhood doesn't have to fit into a box that you can do, do what makes you happy and healthy to be the sort of mom you want to be, you know? And, um, so it's okay to take time to take care of yourself. I actually think it's really important to take time to take care of yourself and to take care of if you're in a relationship, if you're married, to take care of that relationship. I think like there shouldn't be any shame in that. And going along with that, I used to think that moms, the way that I would say it is, I used to think that moms had to stay home all the time and that if they had to work, that there was something wrong that needed to be fixed. Like that's honestly kind of how I used to think as I got older. I realized that being a parent, if you're blessed enough to have another parent with you, it's more about it's more about teamwork. And if a mom needs to work or she wants to work, that as long as you're working together as a team in parenthood, that that is also that is um, that is what should be done. That it's okay to. Um, kind of have more dynamics and being a parent. That's so true. Like I thought something similar growing up and, but it's so true. Like I've, I've realized that it's not, it doesn't matter. Like if mom's working or not, you know, are the kids taken care of? Are they in a safe home? You know, are they fed? <laughs> Those are the more important things than like homeschooling versus mm -hmm. public school or, you know, is mom working or not? Or, you know, like right. having the kids safe and fed and clothed is more important than what mom chooses to do as hobbies or as a career. Yeah. If you're doing your job as a parent, you know, which is taking care of your kids and providing for them and their necessities. And if you're being, if you're doing your best to be the sort of parent you want to be, then that is the admirable thing. And that's the right thing in my eyes. Yeah. So like the details and like the technicalities of exactly how you do it is more up to your style and your choice and what makes you happy. And that I shouldn't judge people at all for, how how they decide to do that so it's kind of how how i view it now when as before i saw more of a more of a narrow view that it had it should be a certain way and now i just know that that it's just not like that we don't work like that you know the humans humans are happy in different ways sometimes so and i think it's important that we respect that about each other so last question, is there something that you hope to teach your children that you've learned recently? There's a lot of things I've thought that I want to teach my children. 
that I've just learned over time. I think one of the most important things is to teach them to respect everyone, to respect people no matter where they come from, who they are. I want my kids to grow up with with the knowledge that we're all, we all have the same worth and we all have the same worth as human beings and that we're all important and it just doesn't matter what language you speak, what country you come from, um, what sorts of trials and struggles you have, what your opinions are, that we should all respect each other for, for those things and see each other as equals. That's something that I want to teach my kids. And, you know, then comes the question, how do you do that? And I think that I, it's something I'm always going to be working on, but I need to set the example. Like, I need to be that way. Um, so it's something I always need to work on. I always teach myself. Um, and so, yeah, I think setting that example is important and exposing them to new things and new cultures, hopefully. And, um, giving them exposure to these different ways of life, um, maybe, or introducing them to people who just have different opinions can go such a long way. So I think that's important to help them to be good people and citizens of the world. (laughs) The other thing that I've learned recently, especially recently, about life (laughs) is that it's really important to be okay talking about your feelings and be okay talking about things that are hard to talk about and making sure that, like I said before, you're taking care of your mental health. And that's something that I really want my kids to understand and feel comfortable with is talking about things that are hard to talk about, talking about their feelings and being open about it. Cause I think it's easy to go throughout your day and not talk about those, those things, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's something I want to teach my kids is that it's okay for them to be vulnerable and talk about their feelings and be open and hopefully that they would be willing and able to come to me if they needed to or if they wanted to like anytime. So along with that, I want them to know to take care of themselves while they're looking out for and loving other people as well. I'm kind of blown away at seriously your wisdom. You know, your kids are going to be so lucky to have such a wise mom who just is so open-minded and just ready to face the world. You know, I just, I have really enjoyed listening to you answer these questions and I feel like I've learned so much just in this, you know, in this little bit that we've been recording. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming on the show and opening up about these things that, you know, maybe we don't always talk about. And I I think we need to talk about just a little bit more. Thank you. Thank you. It's been really good. Thank you for listening. Join the conversation and stay up to date on Instagram and Twitter at she has a name too. She Has a Name Too is a production of Mecco Radio. I, Jerrica Dennison, was your host and was joined by my friend Rachel Miranda. Huge thank you to my husband, Ryan, who entertains our baby while I record. This episode was edited by my brother, Alex Williams.
Mecco.